0: I'll do better next time you know <laughs>
1: doesn't it seem? That the instrument has a mouthpiece.
0: Yeah, this is my melodica.
1: It it makes it very. Uh, it makes me think of a kazoo. I know it has nothing to do with that. It's not this, simple. but it's kind of like it's something that a kid would pick up and just play.
0: Yeah, well, it's a kid's instrument, and it's like a kazoo meets um, a kazoo meets an accordion, sort of. Instead of using a bellow, you're using your breath, but it's the same concept, and it just like a harmonica. Anyway,
1: it looks kind of easy peasy, and it looks like fun.
0: It's awesome.
1: I don't need to have anything to do with it, but I really like listening to you play play it. Um, um. Welcome. Welcome. I need to make a slight adjustment. Okay. Pineapple Peewee, he's not in full view. Can we move him over to you a little bit? Oh, look in his ties, little fidgety. Talk <gasps>
0: about, tell us about Pee Wee here. The,
1: t- um, P- right. Oh, did, do you want to hear the Pee Wee story? Yes. Okay.
0: Um, Pineapple Pee Wee.
1: <laughs> Pee Wee, this Pee Wee no longer has voice because, you know, you kids, I'm not saying one or the other or both, but you played with them, you play with them, and who knows what happened. <laughs> 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 I know you are, but what am I? And I always like Pee Wee, and in our in our house um, in California, I keep him on the table, and somebody came in one day and said, you know, Paul Rubens lives down the street. That's so cool. And I said, no, do you think he'd come over and, I don't know, autograph Pee Wee? But this was
0: David's, I think, many years ago, right? Well, it was, like it was
1: David's, and I don't think I... I've told the gang the story about when David moved out of the house and into a community living arrangement. Actually, for another day, I'll, I'll make a note. That's that's a good story for people who have um, perhaps children or siblings who, um, you know, have a lot of special needs and are getting older and mm, longer conversation. Anyway, he was packing up to he was 19 and he was leaving home you had gone away to college at 18 and he was moving into a house with no. some other guys and
0: i was i'm two years younger i was 16 17 when he moved
1: no i'm saying you were 18 when you left for college oh,
0: right yes
1: you left we were you I mean, were I done knew- with us we were done with you we told you everything we could you had all our bad habits and whatever else anyway i
0: didn't know i had a philadelphia accent until i got to college they were like oh you're from philadelphia and i was mortified i was like (laughs) what do you guys mean you want some water i was like oh my god this is terrible
1: (laughs) so um anyway he we we i was packing up his stuff to go and i said and well i had his you know dolls and things lined up he said i can't take that stuff with me they'll laugh at me i said what do you want me to do with it he said i don't know get rid of it give it to some kid." Of course i packed it up in a box and saved it all so fast forward many years later we we moved to california and i you know i brought my stuff with me and i have this box of peewees in it and um um i and the philly fanatic doll that david was given at his bar mitzvah party good stories
0: by the philly alright
1: we'll 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 i guess we'll tell these stories next maybe next episode
0: you're telling them right now what do you mean
1: because the it's the whole story needs to be told but i want to get to the point with with the peewee that's doll true. so um about two years ago i was facetiming with david and he said what oh that's my peewee doll what is it doing there I said, you know, you told me to give your dolls away, and I kept them. He said, but I, I want it. I want my Peewee doll. It's like Twenty
0: years later, yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Twenty years later, sure. He said, he said, I want my Peewee doll. I said, um, so it's not going to say no to you, but can I suggest something? And if you don't want to do it, well, I'll do whatever you want. He said, all right, Mom, what? I said, you know the Philly Fanatic doll, the one that the Philly Fanatic gave you at your bar mitzvah party? He said, yeah. I said, if I bring that to you the next time I come to Philadelphia and give that to you, can can I keep (laughs) peewee? And he thought about it, and he said, you like Pee-wee that much? Aww. I said, it's your doll. You're entitled to it. But, I mean, yeah, yeah, I really like it. He said, all right. And then when I had told you that story a few years ago, you said, and what happened to the Philly Fanatic doll? I said, oh, I took it the next time he went to Philadelphia and gave it to yeah. him. Yeah,
0: you did. It's great. I ha- um, Oh, we have pictures of, of David's bar mitzvah from the Philly Fanatic. That's like... Uh,
1: oh, we're going to do that. Yeah okay well are we ready for a bar mitzvah story
0: if you want to tell a bar mitzvah story sure
1: maybe we should bring david in and ask him how much he remembers anyway oh
0: i i think i know which bar mitzvah story you're gonna tell
1: oh okay i'll tell that one too i forgot about that thanks for reminding me you're welcome <laughs> you mean what the rabbi said yeah yeah we haven't discussed this in years just knew what he meant okay so um and, um, you know, usually when a, a Jewish boy is bar mitzvah, becomes bar mitzvah, it's done about the time that he's 13. Um, so when David was about 12 and a half, we went to the synagogue and said, or 12, some, whatever, and said, so David's bar mitzvah is coming up. And he had been in, in Sunday school since he was a little kid. Mm. Um um, my goal was that my kids would be comfortable in a synagogue. If you were traveling anywhere in the world, you would be comfortable. Not necessarily that we were um, in the synagogue all the time, but um, but I I like it. I like the feeling, and I like the um, I I enjoyed the connection. And it was just that you would both feel comfortable, and then you'd make your own choices about whatever you wanted to do, religiosity-wise. So um, it was time to prepare for David's bar mitzvah, and the canner works with the boy, or bat mitzvah with the girl, to prepare for the bar mitzvah. And the canner, canner Samuels, we're in Philadelphia, canner Samuels worked with David, and, gave me the aliyah which is a three three part probably six sentences in hebrew that is said at the torah and the bar mitzvah boy says it and his father says it and if there's a grandfather the grandfather and then um siblings or, or whoever else so it's very sweet it's very special it's a, it's it's, a it's very a, usual uh, prayer but it's also a great it's honor a
0: because it's during a typical weekly service but it's the, fo- the focus of that portion of the prayers for the bar mitzvah and his family to usher him into into a manhood adulthood so it's like normal but it's also very special
1: yes and the bar mitzvah boy if he's capable of of rising to the occasion is given a torah portion Mm -hmm. so when the torah is opened every the same week every year we we read the same story and it's a way of celebrating Celebrating it, so they gave me the, the aliyah and I enlarged it because David's um, vision was limited, and I enlarged it so it was. Actually, I think maybe <laughs> the canner enlarged it on the printer His vision in the synagogue was at
0: that time. Tw- tw- well, twenty twenty, I came to learn means if something is twenty feet away, it looks twenty feet away, and I believe David's vision was twenty two hundred.
1: It, it, it was, at some point, it spontaneously improved, and I don't remember when that happened. So he there is mm. some, some limitation, but he's um, highly functionable um, visually. And it took, I think, it took nine, every day when he got home from school, I spent ten minutes. And I did something called teachers will... Be familiar with backward chaining but i didn't know about it <laughs> i just thought before you jump into that we'll start it's like at the,
0: four pages because it's large type but it's like four pages of hebrew
1: well actually the, the the aliyah was pro is i'm thinking three lines okay um three sentences probably six lines got it so it fit it yeah. fit on a page it okay. was not overwhelming i don't read hebrew
0: it was, what, a hundred words, let's say? I don't know. Okay.
1: It, I don't read Hebrew, and David has some visual impairment, and he can read English, he can read English, and he would read something slowly. And I started with the last syllable of the last word and had him repeat it. And Monday through Friday, every day for 15, maybe 10 minutes, we practice it. Nine months later, we went in for his lessons, and he was having lessons with the canner every week. We went in, and I said, "David can recite the Aaliyah by himself." <laughs> he said, "That's great. Let's hear it." And he did it, mm. and it was great. Mm. And he, you know, gave us kudos all around. And then he said, "And here's his Torah portion."
0: <laughs> like, a week, how long before the parmentzah? Weeks, six right? weeks.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, he said. It's good that it's not a real long one, <laughs> and I transliterated it, which means he uses used English words,
0: fanatically spelled.
1: English letters, so that if you just read it, even though it, it, you don't know what it's saying, it, it sounds close to the Hebrew. I said it took me nine months to teach him the Aliyah. How am I going to teach him a Torah portion in six weeks? He said, I don't know, but I know you, and you'll do it. <laughs> I, I gave it to your father and he taught him the Torah portion. Wow. Um and it was great and mm. he he did he did the Aaliyah, he did the Torah portion and um is Toda? thank you. Mm-hmm. So when he was finished, um the rab when he was finished everybody was crying. Everybody
0: yeah, all the family, the everybody was room crying. Of like- 100 people.
1: And when he was finished, the rabbi said, David, that was great. And he turned to the rabbi and he said, "Toda," which is thank you in Hebrew. And the rabbi went, he just said Todah. I mean, he really did, he did great and it. was wonderful. Amazing. Am I leading up to the Philly Fanatic? The Philly Fanatic, we hired the Philly Fanatic to be entertainment at the party. At the synagogue that night, which was, by the way, a black-tie sit-down dinner, because, you know, David was the bar mitzvah. And it was... There was one Philly fanatic the, Will they know that that's the Phillies mascot
0: I think so I it's, mean, it's it's pretty well known now right he's the the best math they're the best mascot that's ever been in any sports team ever so I think people know about it
1: okay so David, I know his last name I think I know his last name but I won't say it who was the original Philly fanatic and um, also have his name is also David yes right? and David yeah. I ha if you see this which would be delightful and I have not asked your permission and I know Philly fanatic was <laughs> I'm I'm it's a nice story and I'm I'm going to tell it I think you, you know should. you know where to find me if you need to <laughs> Sort of. <laughs> so um after and the Philly fanatic of course is a mascot never talks or makes a sound so he came in and he dance and he all the kids walking in in wheelchairs uh, people went around the room and it was a great the philly, celebration the
0: philly fanatic did not make personal appearances you could one could not hire the philly fanatic to appear somewhere but i did there were like philadelphia phillies baseball events related events where you could go and like see the philly fanatic but it wasn't the kind of thing that could be hired privately but you right. pulled it off
1: well, I just called and explained the situation, and I that's it. Yes, nicely. She just called. And explained I didn't know the situation they weren't and doing the that.
0: Major League Baseball Association just figured out figured out how to accommodate. Just, just, just explain the situation, please. Continue.
1: Okay, so um, we're at this party, and everyone's having a great time. And afterward, David and I were out in the hallway for I don't know, a breath of fresh air. And David Sorkin. Yes, my son David Sorkin bar mitzvah guy. We were in the hallway, and I saw the Philly fanatic. He was not in his costume, and he was carrying a small box. And he came over, and he said, "Oh, I'm I'm interrupting. Wait, I have to interrupt." At one point, David and your brother David and I went out into the hallway. It was probably for pictures, and the Philly fanatic was there in his costume, mm. and he went over. And he butted heads with David and he played with him privately. No one was there but us. Oh. And David said something and the Philly fanatic answered him. He said, you talked. I heard you. I heard <laughs> you speak. You spoke. And then mm. I do remember it was later because he had not had his, he had taken his costume off and he was holding a box under his arm. I can still picture he had a T-shirt and, and a cap and what he looked like. And he was, he did an amazing job. And he said, I'd like to share something with you. It's, I feel funny. It's very personal. He said, I want to share something with you. And I said, of course. And he said, um, it's been a tough week. Some stuff is going on. And I was kind of feeling sorry for myself. And here mm. I am on a Saturday night, and I'm making like a personal appearance, and I'm glad to do it. But I just, my mood was at the not at the right level. He said, and before I came out, as a Philly fanatic, he said, I opened the door and peeked in to get the temperature of the room Mm -hmm. and what the people were doing and see how I should accommodate. He said, and I looked in, and it looked like a terrific party. You know, you could see the motion, and people were talking and laughing. And he said, and then I saw the bar mitzvah boy in a wheelchair. And then I saw a little girl in a wheelchair. And then I saw a guy with, with um,
0: braces,
1: uh, braces uh, and crutches. crutches. He said, and I looked around and I thought <clears throat> they're all having such fun. He said, and then I thought about how I had been feeling all day, <laughs> and I want to tell you, your family, your family has changed my life. Thank you. Mm. And then he said, and. He, this is a Philly fanatic stuffed at doll. Oh, we don't sell them; they're not available. Oh. And I brought this f- for your son. And that's the and that's doll. the doll that David wanted and now has.
0: Oh, I love that. Yeah. Well, when we FaceTime with David, which I think we should, I think we should have David on the next show. I don't. We can't promise it will be a successful. Interaction for the audience. We
1: can't promise anything can't promise except anything. you'll meet David. Well, no, not even.
0: We'll dial <laughs> oh, the FaceTime right. <laughs> or the Zoom at that time, and we'll just, you know, hope for the best. Uh, we should, we should try to have
1: have um, the Philly fanatic the, yeah, make an, make an appearance. appearance. Yeah, that'd be great. Okay,
0: that'd be great. Thank you for sharing that.
1: I didn't tell the story that what the rabbi said that you asked me to tell.
0: Oh right. <laughs> when we
1: sat in the rabbi's this office <laughs> and he cleaned it up for the audience when we sat in in his office I'll tell him I'll tell the story the rabbi told. Don't worry it's in English. And he he addressed <laughs> the, the group and, you know, we're sitting in the synagogue in, in in pews benches. And he said, so David's mother and father came to us, meaning him and the canter, in the synagogue, about a year and a half ago. And he said, we know David well, we know the family well. And if they had come in and said, Rabbi, David's going to be 13, it's time for a bar mitzvah, what should we do? I would have said, bring him in, invite everybody, make the party. But bring him in, let me know, well, we'll pick a date, and we'll say a prayer over him. And hug him and congratulate him, and maybe he'll say something. Maybe we can he'll learn a few Hebrew words mm-hmm. or he'll say something in English and he'll be bar mitzvah. He said, no, they didn't want that. They wanted a full bar mitzvah. They wanted David to do a part in Hebrew. And he said, you know, his parents said to me, Rabbi, this is important to us, and we th- really think it comes down to commitment. And there are days when we feel like we should be committed (laughs) that was that was what i had told him and that's what he Mm. he cleaned up a little bit and he told which i thought was (laughs) delightful and 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 well aimed
0: and it was a, a very special day i was i was 11 uh and it was like he
1: was 14
0: so i was 12. yeah it was a big party uh maybe the first time i wore a tux and, i think so and i uh, <laughs> um there it's not recorded because you couldn't record video in the in the synagogue because it was shabbat. Shul, shabbat uh and somewhere between his eloquent aliyah and the torah portion and this story during the rabbi's
1: oh sermon, I, forgot about this. I think it was
0: during the sermon david I think was riding high on having delivered his last two pieces so successfully and could feel the energy of success, and just started talking about the episode of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that he had seen that morning. That morning, getting and the dressed.
1: rabbi said, "What? Well, we don't usually watch TV on Shabbat, so and, let's move on." <laughs> and,
0: and to David's credit, I think he, he like reenacted like the entire <laughs> either one act or the whole show. <laughs> and you could see and it was this mixture of people like oh no get back to the and also like <laughs> they were laughing they were laughing and <laughs> it was uh it was like a it reminded me of when um when c3po was telling the ewoks the story of how the uh, death star was destroyed it was very like evocative and everyone regardless of being like right there with them was sort of it was a very special moment uh, and then we had this great party and not to change the focus from David, but I, I did perform a, uh, a not lip sync, an actual version of Ice Ice Baby. I like <laughs> like had it in my mind that like there would be this big moment where after <laughs> David had the star of the show and was ready to eat or something, I would like take the stage and just like, all right, stop. <laughs> and I learned the whole song, collaborate. Bab-
1: Bobby Morgan Stern was entertainment, and there's a still picture. We have a picture of him handing you the microphone and just beaming from from ear to ear while no, you did this. There's
0: not video of it. Yes, there is, but you won't be seeing it. <laughs> and uh, so that was also a big recollection of that of that bar mitzvah. <laughs> Ice is back with a brand new edition. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was delightful.
0: Oh man. Oh and then
1: when it was time to go home and we were putting some things in the trunk, David said, "You told me it was going to run really late. Why are you making me leave now?"
0: It was like 11:30. And we said
1: it's quarter after 12 at night. And he said, "How can are you sure?" Good party. It was really great.
0: Oh, thank you for sharing that.
1: You're welcome. I think I left something out, so maybe next week I'll throw something else in. <laughs> Who okay. knows what. It it was it was delightful. Oh, no, no. You have to tell. You have to cut back into something. What? Twenty-five years later, for his birthday, you had the cast of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles record a video for David, and you sent it to him.
0: For his fortieth, it was a it was a supercut of some Power Rangers and some Ninja Turtles. And they were
1: saying hi, David. No, you actually knew the Ninja Turtles, not the Ninja Turtles. The um, you interviewed. Oh, it wasn't Ninja Turtles. No,
0: it was. It was a man who... Power Rangers. It was a mixture of Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles.
1: Can you show that? Do you have it ready?
0: I readily can try to find it, but the the, um, gentleman who was a turtle was... I can see if I can find it. The the man who was generous enough to give David a shout out is no longer with us. But he, we
1: could say something in memory of him. Also. Yeah,
0: he was. I, oh, it's it didn't, up to you. I didn't know him well, but I knew I knew him through a friend.
1: You knew him well enough. He did this. Well, for you, he was for doing a favor brother. for
0: our mutual friend, who's a wonderful human. And he heard same thing as the as the Philly fanatic. Oh, we just explained it to him. <laughs> 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 we just had to explain the situation and um it was uh it was he did it in the voice of one of the turtles and it was hey david and I cut it into like different the uh, power I'm rubbing Rangers. my nose
1: is this gonna show on the show or are you gonna cut this out or
0: well I'm talking and it's a video so I yeah should not sure. have done that okay hi <laughs> uh yeah geez this story does have everything turtles oh my god turtles turtles
1: oh okay okay so. I have a title. I have a title for the show. What is it? It's called "The Desert Is an Enchantress." Oh. And when I opened the door this morning, and I looked out the door, I saw a lizard. Not a giant lizard. Not about a lizard about this big. Run across.
0: Nice.
1: From one side of one side one side of the garden in the house to the other, and then I went outside. And I looked, and there's a turtle that has, at least for now, adopted us. Yeah. And it's, I don't know, how big is it? It's it's about that, thank you. It's about that big, and he puts his, it puts
0: I have video, they, I'll to put this up. I
1: think he's, I think they're... Um, non-binary? Non-binary. Because I don't know if it's a boy or a girl. Actually, our turtles...
0: Turtles have, have um, genders. I don't know that well.
1: <laughs> well, mine's non-binary. So they put their head up and they're looking around like a per- periscope. Uh-huh. And then you brought the cat out and it hid under the, <laughs> well, the ground a, cover.
0: It's a continuation from yesterday. Oh my goodness. Yesterday I am going to... Uh, the cat's at the door looking out of the window. It's a glass, a glass door. And... I approached the cat, who seemed skittish, and beyond the cat, I see this turtle right outside the door. It was like Nature Channel, and beyond that turtle was a bird. It was a, it
1: was a good, see, it was it's a good enchanting. day. you don't want to leave. And
0: I got, I got some video, and I was able to grab the the cat and bring him outside to meet his turtle friend. And it was semi successful, but since then he's been just sitting by the door waiting for me. <laughs> his, his sleep was weird; he woke up early to go back. And then this morning, sure enough, the turtle, the turtle was there again. I um. I can't help but mention I wrote a song about lizards before we lived in the desert. Um, it's uh, it's called Little Little Lizard Tongue. Uh, I could play that for you. I also have a, I don't have a turtle song yet, but I do have, I think I will have a turtle song. I do have a, have you heard of This is How We Teach the Cat Fractions?
1: Yes, it's brilliant. I feel like that It's one, not only brilliant, it makes total sense.
0: It's, it's like an ode to my friends who have been Zooming zoom teaching with their kids for you know a year and a quarter do you really
1: think that's difficult
0: (laughs) i mean teachers
1: didn't get paid that much and people made fun of them for having summers off i don't know what the problem is
0: (laughs) and so it's about the uh the absurdity of teaching cats fractions but i don't know you want okay do you want little little lizard little little lizard tongue or this is how we teach the cat fractions
1: well little little lizard tongue is is closer to right. what the subject is
0: Let me see the-
1: So I want to make the point that this turtle has adopted us. We did nothing to invite or encourage it, and it's showing up. And this is easier than adopting a pet because we we don't have to do anything. It feeds and waters itself, and if I have to go in the car and, like, go home or go out or someday fly someplace different. Oh. I don't have to worry about who's going to watch the turtle. The turtle's indep- independent.
0: You're experiencing like wild wildlife animals, like farm life almost, right? Like desert farm life, where it's not your responsibility. They're, they're I get here. to enjoy yeah. it,
1: and the hummingbirds and the the, the birds and and the oh, ducks hawks. in the pool. And, by the way, the hawk the other day landed on on that tree over there, mm-hmm. and it it must be hefty it's heavy and i saw the bells like shake and there were little birds in the tree they skedaddled and ran away so fast and the hawk had carry on something in its mouth and i watched it as it wayward son tore it apart oh and threw things on the ground and then it left and it was like i'm in a nature show
0: yeah it's a nature show it's amazing it's a nature show um, I could keep chatting with you for all day, but I do have to go. I would like you to. Some people have
1: to work; it really interferes with my schedule. I would
0: like you to ask our audience the question that you told me about. And you think they'll respond? I would love for you just the audience to just l- at least receive your question, and if they care, if they care to um, send us a response, uh, you can follow us uh, at Everybody and Their Mother. On Instagram, the links are in the show. Can you, you can you can tweet at us. Uh, you can there's a whole bunch of ways, but I think it's a great or just think about the question for yourself. It's not about you know.
1: I was careful. Uh,
0: me? <laughs> I mean, I, was, I know the question. Can't I was I just- <laughs> careful
1: with my phrasing. Phrasing exactly what were oh here it is. I called it lifestyle. Thank you.
0: No, not that one. Not that one no the one about floors
1: Oh my interview question yeah you don't want me to say that and surprise people okay, so when sure. I was on um, in the master's degree program at Graz um, to get my master's of education and in instruction there's a a game a, a thing that we play a a, a, icebreaker yeah well there was this team building this this teaching game thing and two people sat in chairs across from each other and then and one asked the other a question and um after the person answered they the asker the questioner would leave and somebody else would come up until the whole class had a had a turn. So it's two people, no idea what the question is. You thought of the question in the spur of the moment. Uh, and I don't know if it really matters what the question is, but it's just to hear the response and people to get at ease and feel like they know each other. So it was my turn to ask the question, and I don't know where the question came from. And I said... What did the kitchen floor look like when you were a child? And I thought, who knows what they're going to say. And the woman sitting in front of me had tears running down her face. And she said it was linoleum. She described the color and what the squares looked like and seeing her shoes and her feet on it. She said, and it was my grandmother's because my mother had died and I was living with my grandmother. And that's how I started in that class. And I don't know why I asked the question, but I learned from that you never know what connection you're going to make with someone why which is also why it's very important to choose your words which i often mess up on sometimes i say something and i think that's not the way i meant that to sound but so that's, that's the question that you were that you were i think it's a great wanted question wanted
0: me to ask i think it's a great question thank you yeah so i don't know if you feel like answering it answer it if you want to subscribe subscribe we'll be here next week Will you be here next week?
1: Uh, yeah, Yes. I'll be here next week. We'll be here next week.
0: Not here. Yeah. We'll wait a you, minute.
1: We'll, <laughs> we'll tell you more we about that soon. We might be Zooming. We might be Zooming.
0: Well, to be continued. And uh, I don't know. I love you.
1: I uh, love you.
0: Uh, don't forget to call your mother. Doesn't it seem?